0: Marcus Bailey, Wish TV meteorologist, what do we know?
1: Hey, Tony, good morning. Happy Monday, too. Should be a quiet day, at least the daytime hours today. We're going to go cloudy, and we'll actually get closer to where we should be for this time of year. We go above freezing for the first time in a few days. We'll finish with a high of 34. The big concern is going to be for tonight, specifically late night into the overnight, leading into daybreak. tomorrow. we'll have a, a batch of precip coming in. It's going to fall as rain, but freeze on contact. That is freezing rain. We could have a few hours of that on Untreated surfaces could get quite icy overnight. We're going to dip down to a low of 31 eventually. We're going to flip that switch tomorrow morning from freezing rain to just a chilly rain throughout the day. We'll finish with a high of 40 on Tuesday. Wednesday, rain likely warmer, a high of 48. Thursday, a few showers, otherwise mostly cloudy and mild, and highs in the mid-50s.
0: So the ice is not now. Right now, we're fine going in today. What our issue is, is tonight, and what time does this freezing rain start falling?
1: I think it could start as early as 9 or 10 o'clock tonight. Uh, I think fairly light, um, but you're probably going to have much more widespread precipitation falling overnight. So after midnight, and could potentially go through around daybreak. The biggest question, Tony, is how quickly can we warm up the pavement, because obviously there's snow on the ground. It has been brutally cold for the last week and a half, and so while the the air temperature may be above freezing overnight, um, the concern is going to be what's what's the pavement temperature, and it may take well, a while for that to warm up. So, well,
0: here in Carmel, the the roads are are uh, you know heated. Heat, so,
1: heated, that's right. That's we your don't have tax to worry dollars are hard it. at work. I knew that. That's right.
0: But the issue is when the <laughs> rain when it hits the ground, that's when it's going to freeze. It's going to freeze. On Please. contact, right? On contact, yep.
1: And it's not one of these situations.
0: I like that. Am I the only person who grew up with 3 2 on contact? I remember it. Yeah, that's. Uh, I went to the Wayback Machine, kid. Gen I love X, it. What up? <laughs> In your face, millennials! That's right. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to make you cry. I didn't mean to make you cry, millennials. It's going to be okay. You are pretty. Your mom's right. You're the best at everything. There you go. <laughs> wow. Wow. I took a class called How to Alienate Your Audience in Three Easy yeah. Steps. Yep. It all turns out I only took two. Well done. <laughs> that is right. That is right. Uh so but seriously on contact it's going to start freezing and your your concern is we might not warm up to make this uh worth uh easy on the morning commute that no. freeze uh, that ice could still be with
1: us Well and the problem Tony is it doesn't take much ice to make a uh, a big big problem even a glaze of ice can can make for a miserable morning commute when it comes to ice cuz just there's zero traction Um so yeah that's going to be the concern it, unlike other events where where we you know like power lines tree branches, that kind of stuff. I don't think, because the, because the air is going to be warm enough above the ground, I don't think you're going to get much of accumulation there. This is solely going to be, I'm concerned about slick roads. Uh, untreated services for sure, but even maybe some of the busier roads might be a little bit icy, just something to keep in mind overnight.
0: That's Marcus Bailey right there of WISH TV. Marcus, I appreciate it. Thank you. We will be keeping our eyes on this throughout the day to see how that ice Works its way into our lives. Right now it's 21 degrees in the American Standard Heating Weather Center. The time is 60:9. So that is the story. Keeping our eyes on that to see what kind of commute we have for Tuesday morning. And uh, Marcus Bailey is absolutely right. It only takes one slick spot to make everybody's life miserable. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Oh, oh, I've got everything uh, today. DeSantis out. The Chiefs move on. Uh, Over there at Davos, the elitists, they want to tell us how to live. And then uh, at night they want to hook her. I have got everything for you. Uh, but I, I don't think anything more interesting, or I should say, anything in the world of good news, except for 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 this uh, that there was a, a a kind of a mystery going on about a data center, or I should say, about money coming in to uh, the 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 city of Fort Wayne an investment coming in. And that investment turns out to be an $845 million data center from Google. This was kind of a mystery. It was a mystery inside a riddle inside an enigma. It's a Google data center They had purchased about 900 acres of land in southeast Fort Wayne. $845 million investment could end up being a multi-billion dollar investment. There are two things about this that I love. Number one, we didn't have to give up the farm like Amazon wanted with HQ2. Although we've never found out what the offer was which HQ2, the council uh, approving a 10-year, 50% real estate property tax abatement on each building that would be constructed. So they're not going to take taxes on something that doesn't even exist without this thing being built. Right? That's what that means. And people can argue whether or not they like that or don't like it. That's not giving away the farm the way we heard about some of these Amazon things. Number two, it didn't come to Indianapolis. I'm not anti-Indy. I'm saying that this is good because it leads to competition and if they'll go to Fort Wayne, how about Muncie and how about Bloomington and how about Evansville and how about Terre Haute and how about Gary? Creates opportunity in other places and people realizing there's more to the state than just one spot. This is good for the state. I like it. Just thinking in that proactive way. Now, If they try and send California-based engineers here, well, then we've got a problem. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC.
1: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Good morning. great race he's been a good governor
2: and we wish him well having
0: said that it's now one fella and one lady left i don't know who uses the term fella anymore nikki haley there's one fella and one lady left tony katz 93 wibc good morning ron desantis dropping out of the race Um, why there wasn't a waiting through South Carolina? I don't have their internal numbers. There's no path. Okay. There's no, there's no path. The Trump supporters will say, we could have told you that months ago. It saved you millions. Trump supporters don't understand that when you get what you wish for, you actually have to go do the thing. I don't think they understand it yet. But I I come to you as a guy who says, dear Lord, what a wasted opportunity. Absolutely wasted opportunity. $200 million gone. And all these people will get rehired. I should have gone into political consulting. There are no rules. It turns out that in the world of conservatism, we like results. Unless you're a political consultant, in which case results are meaningless. And you just get hired the next year. It's ridiculous. Having spoken to a fair amount of these people in my life, but certainly some have done more talking to them than I have. It's always the same talk. It's always the same platitude. It's always the same conversation. No one actually knows what they're doing. I should say that's in the main. Every now and again, you run to somebody's like, okay, that's really smart. Okay, I get why they do this. I get why people talk to them. Every now and again, because you're, you're aware. You're like, okay, I know the smart people versus the not smart people. They're clearly doing something different. The vast majority, same human garbage kind of context, statements, philosophies, approach, and it gets them on the next campaign. But it ain't their fault. It's Ron DeSantis' fault. I am not a guy who shifts blame because the guy I wanted didn't get to where I wanted them to be. You don't know how to not hire these people? You don't know how to not surround yourself with these people? $200 million in the Never Back Down super PAC gone? What did anybody get for it? What did you get for it? Some political consultants got a new car. Oh, oh, you better believe. You better believe that a lot of people need to be looking at this and saying, okay, done here. Done with the consultancy class. I, I bring this up in reference to a, a a post I saw where Trump is saying that people should not hire any of the consultants that were on the DeSantis campaign, which is, of course, standard Trump retribution nonsense. You don't hire any of these people because if they've been on multiple campaigns and haven't gotten winners, they're not good at their job. Stop hiring people who aren't good at their job. That's a reason not to hire somebody. Oh, they worked with so-and-so. No one can ever hire them again. What are you talking about? It's politics. It's blood sport. Grow up. This person will back this one, that one will get back back that one. There was no room on your campaign. You didn't hire them, so they went to work over here. Or they really liked what this candidate had to say, and they worked over there. I can appreciate them being hired guns. Then to say, oh, they worked for the wrong candidate, they can't be hired, stop it. Meanwhile, Trump, who said every nasty thing about Ron DeSantis, humanly possible... Now I want you to know how much he loves the endorsement and how great Ron DeSantis is.
2: Before we begin, I'd like to take time to congratulate Ron DeSantis and, of course, a really terrific person who had gotten to know his wife, Casey, for having run a great campaign for president. He did. He ran a... A really good campaign I will tell you it's not easy they think it's easy doing this stuff right it's not easy but as you know he left the campaign trail today at 3 p.m. and in so doing he was very gracious and he endorsed me so I appreciate it I appreciate that and I also look forward to working with Ron and everybody else to defeat crooked Joe Biden we will have to get him out we have to get him out He's put our country at great peril, at great peril. So I just want to thank Ron and uh, congratulate him on doing a very good job. It's a tough situation. It's a tough thing to do.
0: He did a very good job. Now I'm going to have to listen to Trump supporters talk about what a very good job Ron did only because he endorsed Trump, which he did. And people are like, why in the world would he do that? He signed the pledge saying he would endorse the nominee and he figures Trump's going to be the nominee. So he endorsed Trump. I don't know what would happen if Haley should somehow pull something out, but I'm not even going to get into that. I think we missed a moment. I'm gonna look if Trump's the nominee, I'm gonna vote for him. But this isn't about me, this is about those Trump supporters who have been there from the beginning convincing America. Don't look at me, kitten. I'm looking at you. As Saul Alinsky explained, sometime uh, a good tactic means you have to actually go do the thing. You wanted Trump, you got Trump. I believe we missed out on an opportunity to get victory. Without insanity, that would mean more people crossing over, an easier chance to win uh, in twenty twenty four and twenty twenty eight. We seemingly want to say that the party doesn't see it that way. Well, maybe not. I can deal with reality. It's the only thing I do. You're the ones who're gonna have to go out there and win an election. You, you're the ones. Me, I'm just going to vote. You're the ones. They're not ready. They're not ready for the, the, the pressure to be on them. It's all going to be on, on, on other people. I do believe we missed out. What do I think New Hampshire brings tomorrow? Oh, heck if I know. But I think that when you listen to Nikki Haley over the weekend and her response to Ron DeSantis being out of the race, I can't imagine that it's a strong showing. I will discuss it more in detail. Paul, Matt pairs is out today. Paul Bodenloss has traffic.
1: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.
0: Possibility of ice. When I say possibility, it very much seems like this evening, in the overnight hours, the ice will come. It'll be freezing rain that will freeze on contact. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. The podcast, Tony Katz in the Morning News. Tony Katz today. You find that all at WIBC.com or on your favorite podcast platform. Be subscribing right now. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Marcus Bailey from Wish TV, the meteorologist, making a solid point. The air temperature will be a little bit warmer, so he isn't so much concerned with ice on power lines, ice on tree branches cracking off because of the weight, things like that, but that it has been so cold, so ridiculously stupid, embarrassingly, what the hell kind of place is this cold, that it will freeze on contact. And that will mean that the commute tomorrow morning will have these places and possibilities of ice. And as you know, it doesn't take much to ruin everything. So this is what we're keeping our eyes on. What happens in the overnight that gets us in to the morning? Now, do, do I have it right? I don't know. Is Matt Bear back tomorrow? He's been on assignment. Matt Bear has been doing very, very important things, probably in, in involving uh, some kind of, of tank top and an oil rubdown. He's back tomorrow. He is back tomorrow. Scheduled to be back tomorrow. The oil will be well dried by then, so he won't be too slippery, because it'll be like his own little like ice. And he will have uh, how you get into work and the where, the when, and the why. So this is what we're looking at. Stick with WIBC, WIBC.com. Make sure you're following on X. Uh, it, it used to be Twitter, and now we're all uh, calling it uh, calling it X. Sure, there, there it is. Uh, I, I want to respond to a message on on Twitter, um, and and I'm go, I'm going to laugh at you. Uh, because of how a description you made, a, d- a definition you gave, not because of politics being politics. I'll I'll get to that. Uh, the search has ended for a Navy SEAL. Uh, this was a raid on a ship, the confiscation of Iranian-made weapons. Uh, it has been ten days. In a search to rescue two Navy SEALs lost in the Arabian Sea. And they are now ending this search. Central Command saying the search has now been changed uh, to a recovery effort. The names of the SEALs, as reported by Military.com, have not been released as family notifications continue. This is an ugly, gross, terrible business that we're in. But we are at war with Iran because Iran is at war with us. And we do indeed have casualties. And if there are any elected officials who don't understand that this is where we're at, that this is what we're dealing with, well, dear Lord, they're not prepared to actually lead a country. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning.
1: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you.
0: This is not the proper approach, or I should state this is not factual. Um, Memento mori on on X, often with some very very interesting posts, and I never mind people agreeing and disagreeing. And social media, it's fine. It's rudeness that I mind. This is not rudeness at, at all. I was discussing me, I'm Tony Katz, a 93 WIBC, good morning. That here's Donald Trump. After Ron DeSantis drops out of the race, praising Ron DeSantis.
2: Before we begin, I'd like to take time to congratulate Ron DeSantis and, of course, a really terrific person who had gotten to know his wife, Casey, for having run a great campaign for president. He did. He ran a... A really good campaign, I will tell you. It's not easy. They think it's easy doing this stuff, right? It's not easy. But as you know, he left the campaign trail today at 3 p.m. And in so doing, he was very gracious and he endorsed me. So I appreciate it.
0: Memento Mori on, on the X wrote, Trump is pragmatic which often leads to contradictory messaging when circumstances change. The guiding principle is achieving the desired outcome rather than the ideological fidelity. The political left is exactly the same way and hates him using their playbook. You'll get no disagreement on the latter. But it has nothing about pragmatism. Nothing about pragmatism. This is about personality. You, uh... You're against me evil. You like me good. Now you could argue that that is indeed a, a standard political approach, which all of this is. make nice and move on. It's gonna be hard for some people to digest the idea that you've been going after a guy for months and all of a sudden its like, oh what a guy I read a great campaign. I could show you a hundred messages from the Trump team about what a terrible campaign he ran. It's what you say and you move on. Okay, so you're telling me that Trump's a, p- a politician like everybody else. My point to you is that I'm not mad at him for being a politician like everybody else. I just want people to stop telling me that he's an outsider. Stop telling me that Trump isn't a politician. Stop telling me that somehow everything he did with Fauci is fine. For the love of all things good, decent, and holy, just stop it. He's a better choice than Biden. Of this, there is no doubt he was president in, four, uh, in, in those four years. My life was better off. I have said so. But holy McMackerel, mackerel, I'm not rewriting history because somebody else says you have to have fidelity or else you're some kind of traitor. Nope. Not doing it. He's pragmatic? No, he's a politician. I don't want to burst bubbles. Just, it is what it is. I deal with my reality as clear as day. He isn't some guy playing some level of 5D chess. Trump still does the one thing that other people haven't figured out how to do talk to people where they are. And there should be no doubt, there should be no doubt in anybody's mind that the indictments backfired on the left in a miraculous way for now. And this is where the Trump supporter doesn't even begin to start the conversation. It's a for now conversation. Because I can't tell you, and you have no idea, don't lie to me, go lie to your mama how that will play out in a general. You don't have any clue. You make it up. You tell yourself stories. But as I said, that's for you to figure out, and I will uh, I will discuss it coming up in, in a little bit. There's also been this story about this UFC fighter, Sean Strickland. They're fighting in Canada and he has asked questions, and he uh, he goes after the reporter like it's his job about uh, gay this and LGBTQ this and trans that. And man, I, I can't even share what it is that he 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 said. It, it goes. It- it's it's a curse every four seconds. But basically, this is a conversation about, don't come to me with your woke insanity. Um, And Canada is full of woke insanity. Now people are upset with Dana White, who runs the UFC, because he won't admonish this UFC fighter, Sean Strickland, going after... Not only the wokeness, but specifically uh, the Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, who is terrible. He's terrible. Justin Trudeau is a full-on commie, full-on oppressor. Don't tell me about how Canada's better. Go on, move there. Holy cow. Canadians know. And this is a Bud Light conversation and everything else, which, by the way, I don't understand this idea. Of, well, well, Bud Light, they made a mistake. Everything's better. Oh, okay. If you say so, Kid Rock. Except you have nothing to back that up with, do you? If you can't back up your thing, could you please stop saying it? <laughs> That'd be great. Um, but people are upset with what Sean Strickland said. And then that the UFC and Dana White didn't um, chastise him for it or silence him for it. And Dana White's like, it's free speech. What do you want from me? I'm not, I'm not putting a leash on this thing. Even if you thought what he said is offensive, as an American, he's not allowed to say it. Being offended is not a license to remove somebody's rights. Honestly, who cares if you're offended? We have to put an end to this sooner rather than later.